Matthew chapter 13 and beginning at verse 53. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed thence. And when he was come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogues insomuch that they were astonished and said, Whence hath this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother, his mother called Mary, and his brethren, James, Joses, Simon, Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things? They were offended in him, but Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. And he did not many, many mighty works there because of their unbelief. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about how will you respond to Jesus? How will you respond? To Jesus. You can be seated tonight. Here in this account here, Jesus enters into a, a place where he is well known from his youth up amongst people that knew him and couldn't believe that the words that he was speaking, the way that he taught, they couldn't believe what they were hearing. They begin to dumb down. They begin to kind of minimize Jesus because of them knowing him, knowing his upbringing. And they begin to talk about, is this not the carpenter's son? And they begin to talk about his mother and his family and everybody that were there amongst them. And the Bible says that Jesus could not do many mighty works because of their unbelief. It's important tonight that we have faith tonight in what the Lord has come to do. I want you to know that when Jesus shows up, he's not just here. He doesn't just show up to do a, a mediocre work. He doesn't just show up to do a, a half-hearted work. But Jesus is here to do mighty works. Each and every time we come into the house of the Lord, make no mistake about it, God wants to perform mightily in somebody's life. The question is, do we have faith? Do we believe in what he has come to do? And how are we going to respond to what Jesus Christ has come to do? Tonight, I want to make it up in my mind and my heart that I want to respond correctly and in the right manner to what God wants to do in this place. You can come in with the mind frame that they had here and because of your unbelief, God cannot do anything. Or in one place it said that he could only save or he could only heal a couple of people. Well, I want you to know God didn't just come to heal a couple of people or just come to touch. The Bible says that he came and he wants to save each and every one of us. So I'll make no mistake about it. God wants to touch you. He wants to touch the next, the person next to you. He wants to touch the person behind you. He wants to touch the person on the left side and the right side. God came to touch everybody here tonight. 
I just want to know, did anybody come seeking after the Lord with all of your heart, mind, and soul, making it up in your mind that I'm going to allow God to touch me. I'm going to allow God to have his way in my life tonight. You can be seated. All throughout the scripture, you'll read how that people's, the way that they responded to Jesus, it determined what they received. I'm here. Their response was not good, so they didn't receive much from him. And the Bible talks about how that he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But I want you to know that Jesus Christ is here tonight. I felt his presence when I walked through these doors. And you know, you you look around and sometimes if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves in the midst of a, a Holy Ghost explosion and we'll find ourselves standing around as if we don't know what to do. But tonight I want to know how to respond to Jesus Christ when he comes in. Because I want you to know he said where two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst of them. So I already know that he's here. I just need to know how I need to respond to him. The Bible says that when he entered into a certain city, they begin to pick out palm branches and they begin to wave them and they begin to shout, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Come on, somebody. Take, grab a hold of some good advice. Get your hands in the air. Get your mouth open and begin to cry out to him and ask him to begin to touch you. Save me. Deliver me. Set me free. I need your help tonight. You can be seated tonight. All throughout the text, I believe tonight that he is here, and I believe we need to act like he's here. If you got your, if, if, if your hands are to your side and your mouth closed, that is a very good indication that you don't believe that he's here. Because if you believe that he's here, no way would you sit down. No way would your mouth be closed. No way would your hands... Some people say, well, I'm not that emotional. Oh, you get real emotional when it's something that you like. What? You get real emotional. I get real emotional when I'm doing something I enjoy. Well, you shouldn't enjoy nothing better than coming into the house of the Lord and lifting up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, giving the praise and the glory to the one that put breath in your body. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Did you come to praise him? Did you come to lift him up? Did you come to respond in the right manner tonight? You can be seated tonight. I know some people, they get excited. They hear about things that they enjoy, things that they find pleasure in. You can't keep them. You can't keep them quiet. You can't. Their hands are all in the air. They're jumping up and down. Let Get a raise on the job and see how you respond. I know I respond real, real good to uh, nice food, home cooking. Um, my wife will tell you, we went off on vacation last earlier this month, and, and I didn't know how to control myself. It wasn't because of the scenery. It was because of all the food. 
and I was excited. I, I enjoyed myself. Well, I want you to know we know how to get excited and we know how to react towards things that we like doing. How much more should we know how to react to the one that that, that created us, that put breath in our body. Most important, that washed away all of our sins as far as the east is from the west. That put his name on it. That filled us with his spirit. The reason that we have power, overcoming power. I believe we need to know how to respond tonight. I believe we need to know how to react. We need to know how to behave in the house of the Lord. And I want you to know it ain't being quiet. It ain't being all casual. It ain't being timid. It's being bold with your approach tonight. It's being excited. It's being enthusiastic. It's being actively involved with what's going on. I want to respond the right way tonight. You can be seated. All over this world, People have packed out stadiums. They packed out gymnasiums. Their hands are in the air. Mouths are open. They don't care what they're doing. They don't care about some of the things they're doing. They're making a fool out of themselves, out of what they believe, and they're going to leave the same way they came in. But I got news for you. You come into the right place tonight, and you get your hands in there, you get your mouth open, I guarantee you, you will not leave here the same way that you came in. You'll leave here changed. You'll leave here rearranged. You'll leave here with your healing. You'll leave here with deliverance and power. Oh, somebody needs to know we're not here in vain tonight. We're not here in vain tonight. You're not beating the air tonight. What you're doing tonight is going to accomplish great things tonight. You're not wasting your time. I'm not wasting my time. You can be seated tonight. So all throughout the scripture, it tells us of people that when Jesus showed up and when they heard that Jesus was in a certain area or in a home, that their response to that, their reaction to coming encounter encountering Jesus or even having the thought of just getting into his presence, their response determined what they received from him. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says that she made it up and she said in her heart that if I could only touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And the Bible says that she had to make her way through a press. But because of her response and her reaction in making her way through that press, she left there healed that day because she made up in her mind, I don't care what I got to get past. I don't care what I got to move out of the way. All I know is I got to touch the hem of his garment. Well, somebody got to come with the same determination. I got to get past some things. I got to get past my own self. I got to get past what happened today. I got to come in and I got to grab a hold of what the Lord has here for me. What you have need of is here in the house of the Lord. You're not going to find it in a relationship. You're going to find it here in the house of the Lord. You're not going to find it in the clubs. You're going to find it in the house of the Lord. You ain't going to find it in some big head. You're going to find it here. In the house of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. 
Jesus is in a home, and the Bible tells us that there is power in this house. Somehow, these, these gentlemen bring their friend, and they find out that Jesus is in this home, and they try to enter in through the normal way. But they come to find that they couldn't, they couldn't come in because the house was crowded. And they went on top of the roof and they began to break some things up. And when they let that man down into that home, the Bible says that Jesus saw their faith. In other words, they had faith. It takes faith to climb the top of a roof and begin to break up that roof. It takes great faith to be able to do that. And when they let him down into that home, Jesus saw their faith. And because of that, that man left there healed. More importantly, he left there with all of his sins remitted as Jesus saw what he went through to get. Come on, somebody. You got to make it up in your mind that I'm going to react the right way tonight. I'm not going to sit with my hands down like I don't know what I'm here for. Jesus is in the house, so I'm going to get my mouth open. I'm going to get my hands in the air. I'm going to begin to wave them. Lord, don't pass me by. I need you. I need you now. I need you right now. Oh, come on, somebody. Get your hands in the air. Get your mouth open. Come on, young person. Get your hands in there. Open up your mouth. Focus on what we're here for. Let God move in your life. Let God touch you. Let him baptize you. Come on, I got an understanding. That he came. He is here tonight. He's here to see about you. He's here to see about me. How are you going to respond to that tonight? How are you going to react to that tonight? He showed up to meet you here. Come on, somebody. Don't you get it? What you have need of. What you're stressing out over, what you're worried about, Jesus showed up tonight to handle that, to take care of that, to lift that load off of your shoulder. Don't play any games. Don't play no games with him tonight. Come on, there's some young people, you are struggling. You are wrestling. You are entertaining the thought of throwing in the tower and yielding the sin. You need God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. You need a renewing. You need God to revive you. You need God to give you the right perspective. How are you going to react to that tonight? The mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on, I want the Lord to know that I believe. I have faith tonight. I believe in what we're doing here tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we bless your holy name, dear God. 
In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. He's here tonight. He's here tonight. Make it up in your mind. I'm going to bless him. I'm going to worship him. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I come to pour out my praise upon Jesus tonight. He's here in the house, and I believe that he's here to do a mighty work in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You can be seated tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. You know, a lot of times young people, they, they're so, they're, they're afraid, they're timid, they're, they're ashamed of what people are going to think about them. And They, they don't want to respond or react the way that the Bible teaches that you should. I want you to know, it's nothing to be, it's nothing, there's nothing to be ashamed about the fact that you are, are living for God or you're striving to serve God. You want to remember the Lord now. The Bible tells us to remember the Lord, remember your creator in the days of your youth. You want to remember him now. You want to take advantage of what you have here right now. It don't get no easier. Trust me. It don't get no easier. So you want to grab a hold of it now. You want to get it in your heart now. There are people that they, they'll lift up their hands. They'll, they'll shout. They'll do all manner of things. And they come into the house of the Lord and they act like they don't know what, what we're supposed to do. I said it the other night. I'm going to say it again. All you need to do is give the right one that prays. You need to lift up your hands to the right one. This world got their hands lifted up to all the wrong people. They got their mouth open and they're offering up praise all to the wrong people. Well, I want you to know you was created to worship, but you was created to worship the one and true and only, the only wise God, Jesus Christ. You weren't created to worship no man. You weren't created to worship a woman. You was created to worship Jesus Christ and him alone. You can be seated tonight. Something in us. I can remember when I was young and all the things that the devil distract, distracts young people with. And I can remember I would, I would shout about things that had nothing to do with God. I would, my hands would be raised, had nothing to do with God. But I would come and sit on that pew right there that second row in that same corner over there. And it was the hardest thing to get my hands in there. Hardest thing to open up my mouth. Now, I was, I was worshiping everything else outside of God, but when it came down to giving the one that really deserved the praise and worship, I couldn't somehow open up my mouth. I couldn't lift up my hands. I want you to know the devil wants to rob you of giving God the praise. He wants to rob God of praise and giving him, giving him the glory, giving him his just due. That's why I made it up in my mind that I was cutting things off in my life as I realized that it was robbing God of the glory and the praise that he deserves. I want you to know LeBron James though, is not worthy of your praise. Jesus Christ is worthy of the praise. I want you to know Beyonce, Rihanna is not worthy of the praise. It's not worthy of the glory and the honor. Jesus Christ 
is the one that saved you. Jesus Christ is the one that delivered you. He's the one that put breath. Oh, somebody get your hands in the air. Open up your mouth like you believe that tonight. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let the devil trick you. Don't let him snare you tonight. There's only one that is worthy tonight. And I want to know how to respond to him showing up. I want to know how to react to him tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, you can be seated tonight. It's so, you know, that is, that is so hypocritical to say, well, I'm not, I'm not an emotional person, or, you know, I like to, you know, I like to meditate about God, and I like to uh, think about Him, and, you know. So I don't, I don't, I don't vocalize. I just think on Him. I want you to know, thinking ain't gonna solve your problems. Thinking is not going to calm that storm that is raging in your heart. I'm talking about the storm that is raging in people's hearts that has got them on the fence and got them thinking, well, maybe I should uh, yield to this. Maybe I should do what everybody else is doing. Maybe I should give them a call, or maybe I should hang out with them, or maybe I should go to this party, or maybe I should do this and that. I want you to know the only thing that is going to calm that raging storm in your heart and is that is getting your hands in the air, opening up your mouth, and telling God, I need you more than any. I get real suspicious when I see people that proclaim to have truth and proclaim to love God and proclaim. Now, I'm not saying that I'm just great in, in the, the role model, but I, I get very suspicious when I hear people that say they have truth, but they can't get their hands in. They can't open up their mouth. They can't get excited about coming to the house of the Lord, but they're excited about every other carnal thing that is going on in this world. I'm not knocking anything or anyone but I'm, tell, I'm telling you, we should know how to respond to the right thing. And ain't nothing going to do you. There's nothing that is going to satisfy you. There's nothing that is going to save you. There's nothing going to give you the power that you so desperately need, that I so desperately need, the way that Jesus Christ will. And I get real suspicious when I see people getting excited about the things of the world and they look at the things of God as if there's no significance, as if it don't accomplish nothing. You need God to adjust your viewpoint. You need God to adjust your thinking. You, you need an adjustment in the spirit. You need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. You need God. You need God to enlighten your eyes lest you sleep the sleep of death. You need God to awaken you, quicken you. You need to be revived. If that's how you're looking at the church, if that's how you're looking at the things of God, if that's how you're doing this service tonight, you so desperately need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It don't come any other way. You gotta be renewed. I gotta be renewed. There's no question about it. <clears throat> you can be seated tonight. I don't get renewed 
And I started looking at things wrong. I started looking at service as an obligation rather than an opportunity to get a hold of God. You want to have the right viewpoint tonight. You want to, you want to understand that this is a, this is, a lot of people think that, well, they have a mind frame that you need to, we need to know that it's a privilege to be in the house of the Lord tonight. It's a privilege. Not everybody has privilege that we have here tonight. I promise you, there are people that want to be where you are tonight. I'm going to tell you, there are people in eternity right now that wish they could be where you are. And I don't say that lightly. There are people that wish they had the opportunity to be right where you are. Somebody understand the great opportunity that you have tonight. Somebody understand that it's a privilege to gather together and Jesus Christ comes down. And he dwells amongst us when we come in and get our hands in there and open up our mouths. He comes in. He comes to see about you. He comes to see about me. When I think about that, I'm very humble because David said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And what is the son of man that thou visitest him? When I think about how how much God loves me and how much God thinks about me, I don't know about you, but there is no way that I can allow the devil to cause me to believe that I'm not worth anything. I may not be worth anything in this world, and you know what? I'm not trying to be, but as long as I'm worth something in his eyes, that's more enough for me. I hope you're... He values you tonight. He loves you tonight. You can be seated. God is here for some people tonight. God is here for some young people tonight. How are you going to respond to him coming to see you, see about you? He entered into this certain home of two sisters, One responded the right way. The other, she was so concerned about what she had going on and what she needed to take care of, what was on the schedule for tomorrow, what what, what is going on, what is happening in her life, that she responded wrongly. Her response was so wrong. As the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is right there in her home. The healer, the, the, the blind eye opener, the one that raised, raised those from the dead. He's sitting there in her home, in her response. All she could think about, well, well, I got this going on. This needs to be taken care of. You know, you can come into the house of the Lord and your mind be everywhere else other than where it's supposed to be. You can come into the house of the Lord and your mind be on what took place at work. You can come into the house of the Lord and you can, your mind can be on the argument you had before you came here. You can come to the house of the Lord and you can, your mind can be fixed on where you're going out to eat once everything is done. And you can miss your opportunity. Your opportunity can pass you by. I'm talking about your opportunity to be healed. 
your opportunity to be delivered and filled with the Holy Ghost, your opportunity to be renewed. If your mind is not focused and locked in, you can miss it. But Mary, but Mary she made it up in her mind. I'm not going to miss it. I know that there is only one thing that is needful, so I'm going to sit at the feet of Jesus, and I'm going to let him... I'm going to let him invest some things in my life. I'm going to let him speak to my heart. I'm going to let him work on me. I'm going to let him straighten me out. Somebody needs to let God straighten you out tonight. Somebody needs to let God straighten your mind out tonight. Somebody needs to let God deliver you and set you free from some things tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. Lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, don't play no games. You can play games, sit on a church pew, and waste valuable time that you can't get back. I'm telling you, there are people, there are young people in eternity that wish they had the opportunity that you have. Don't let it pass you by tonight. There are some people that sat in very same places that you're sitting tonight that wish they could get back and they can't. Come on, somebody. Make the best of the opportunity that you have. Jesus is here tonight. How are you going to respond to it? How are you going to react to it? Are you going to let him touch you? Are you going to let him heal you? Are you going to let Are you going to ignore what he came to do? Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on, if anybody knows how to respond, let it be bought with a great price. If anybody that knows how to respond, it is those that have been baptized in his name that has been filled with his precious spirit. If anybody, come on, the Bible says he came unto his own and his own received them not. Let that not be said about you. Let that not be said about you that he came. And you didn't receive it. You didn't respond to what he wanted to do in your life. I don't know about anybody else, but I made up in my mind, I'm going to respond. I'm going to respond tonight. I'm going to get my hands in the air. I'm going to wave them, Jesus, over here. Come see about me, Jesus. I need you. There are things going wrong in my life, and I need you. I need you now. I'm on the verge of throwing in the tower. I'm on the edge, and I need you to get me back on that straight and narrow. Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Cry out to him tonight. Come on, somebody. There's somebody you're listening to all the wrong advice. You're letting people whisper and speak things into your spirit that are destroying you. You need him to touch you tonight. You need him to set you free tonight. Come on, there are some young people. Your eyes are on all the wrong things. Your ears are tuned into all the wrong things. You need God desperately tonight. You need him tonight. There's some young people that got their eyes on the world, and the world is starting to look appealing to them. You need God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. You need God to give you that right view. Come on, don't let don't let Delilah rob you tonight. Don't let the world rob you tonight. Don't flirt around with the world tonight. Make it up in your mind. I'm going to live for God. 
Make it up in your mind that I'm going to respond to him. I'm not going to ignore him. I'm not going to sit down on him. I'm not going to disregard what he's come to do. Oh, come on, somebody. Bless him tonight. Come on, you can't get excited about the things of this world. You can't get excited about things that you enjoy doing. And you can't get excited. You can't react the right way to the one that saved you, the one that loved you enough to come down, manifest himself in his in flesh, that crucified, allow that flesh to be crucified so that you would have an opportunity at eternal life. You're telling me we don't know how to respond after all of that, after everything that's been done for us, everything that's been given, everything that's been provided, everything that's provided on a daily basis, mercies. Come on, the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Mercies extended to you daily. You're telling me we don't know how to respond? After all that has been given, all that has been done, come on, I hope we do tonight. I hope we know how to pour our hearts out him. Come on, don't let the world rob. Don't let the devil cause you to begin to give praise to this world and the, the idols of this world. That's all they are. They're idols. They can't save you. They can't deliver you. They can't make your situation any better. They can't, can't heal your mind. Only Jesus Christ can do that. He's no idol. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's the one true living God. He's the only wise God. Somebody bless him. He's here tonight. I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost in here. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands. Come on, don't let this service pass you by. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. You know, you can come into the house of the Lord, and if you're not careful, you can play games. You can go through the motions, but I hope we're taking this serious tonight. When I tell you there are people that wish you, they were here. You hear that tonight. Come on, he's here tonight. He's here to see about you. He's here to see about your children. He's here to see about your marriage. How are you going to respond to that tonight? He came for you. He came to work in your life. He came to lift that heavy load off of your shoulders. He came to speak peace to the storm that is raging in your heart. Come on. I got my hands in there. I got my mouth lifted. I got my voice lifted tonight. Come on, somebody. I love you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Have your way in my heart. I need you to work in my life once again. I need you to fill me once again. 
I've gotten off track and I need you to get me back to where I belong. I need you, Jesus. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. The Holy Ghost is in here tonight. Come on, Lord. I've been listening to all the wrong voices. Come on, I've been entertaining all the wrong thoughts and I need you. I need you to I need you to calm that storm. I need you to remove all doubt. I need you to remove all fear. I need you, Jesus.